around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Myself and Trent Condon uh, with you until 2 o'clock, talking sports with you and doing our best to localize it. Busy show coming up today. We will talk to Rob Doster, NBC Sports College Basketball Talk. We'll uh, do some national college basketball for him, focusing on the Big Ten, the Big 12, uh, for the most part. But, uh, you know, his top teams will pick his brain on that. 1240, Scott Dockerman, glad to have him back this week. He had some major scoopage, Trent Condon. Uh, Land at 10. Good job out of Doc, who was the first to report that uh, under the cover of darkness, perhaps, Gary Barta has signed a, a contract extension with Iowa basketball coach Fran McCaffrey. Doc will be here at 1240. Andy Garman, we're going to talk Drake with him. Some high school football playoffs at about 1 o'clock. Eric Heft on the Cyclones. And if that's not enough, Stephen M. Sipple will be here to preview Iowa and Nebraska in basketball on Saturday. But hats off to Scott Dockerman. We were going to start with Drake and get into the high school football playoffs, but within the last, oh, half hour or so, Trent, um, Scott Dockerman, a major scoopage at landattend.com as he uncovered the contract extension that was signed um, that was not made public. (laughs) And, I mean, if... What's the purpose of that? Well, maybe perhaps they didn't think that the blowback that they would get would be all positive. Therefore, they decided not to make it public. Scott Darkman filed a um, open law request, open law record request, and that's how it was provided to him. Uh, good for him. And he'll join us at 1240. So the new contract was signed on November 29th. Let's uh, let's go back before we on the verge of Big forward. Ten play. Yes, uh, they were coming off a disaster down at the Cayman Islands. Losing to Louisiana Lafayette and South Dakota State. They played in the 7-8 game, if memory serves. Snuck by UAB to finish in seventh place down there. It felt like it was going to be a cakewalk. Was there a trophy for that, do we know? Oh, maybe a ribbon. Okay, ribbon. Orange ribbon, maybe. I think that's seventh place. Yeah. Yeah. Had a few green medals for fourth place in wrestling tournaments growing up. Did you? In a four-man bracket. Yeah. You got gold, silver, bronze. (laughs) You tried to sneak in that four-man bracket. Yes. Nicely done. Yes. Uh... And you get the contract. So you couldn't announce it then, or you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't think, okay, so. They certainly don't want to announce it now because the season's right. going down the dumpster and the buyout essentially doubled from four, no, more than doubled. If they would have fired him prior to this contract being signed after this year, they would have had to pay him $4.6 million. However, the contract that was signed November the 29th, that payout now is 10.2, which is more than doubling it, Trent. Why do these things continue to happen to Gary Barta? And under his watch. He is seemingly fleeced again. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Kirk Ferentz. Is, is where was bo- Kirk Ferentz going? No, no. Where's, where, where's Fran McCaffrey where's going? Where's Fran McCaffrey going? His son's a freshman on the team. Right. His second son's a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to pack up and leave before I don't see year? the Notre Dame job a job opening anytime no. soon. That Mike, would be Mike Bray's not leaving. No, that would be about the only one I could think of. Right. And Carolina and Kentucky are not calling yeah. for him a calf. No. He's not going anywhere. No, he's won two games in eight years in the tournament. That does not get you Carolina or Kentucky. Right. He's not going anywhere. Why? Continually. And, and this isn't just Gary Bart. It's, it's college athletic directors. These extension with these kind of buyouts. 
you got to think big picture here. Well, you know, I, I, I agree with you on the most part, but just north of us here, they seem to go in that the university's favor when Jamie Pollard's yeah. on the other side of the right, table. Right, right. To his credit. Yes, absolutely. And that was a big talking point with Matt Campbell. Mm-hmm. You know, after that October and got Kirk Herbstreit saying he's mm-hmm. as good as gone and mm-hmm. on and on and on. Well, then you look a little deeper at that contract, yeah. and maybe not. And sure, Campbell gets a nice bump, but you know what? There's there, there's some give back to Iowa State. There's not a lot of give back to Iowa in this contract. No, right? no. What in do you fact, th- none that I can see. No. If he does take another job, they is get an extra million dollars. That's an extra the thing. million dollars. Right. Instead of the buyout, was, was, it was $1 million. The buyout now stands at $2 million if Fran decides to take another job. Again, where is he going? Nowhere. He's going nowhere. Is this, is this a fireball offense for Gary Barta? Well, I mean, look, I don't know because if the, uh, if the incident that happened uh, with Tracy Greisbaum early in the year and Jane Meyer, mm-hmm. if that didn't get him fired— He's almost Teflon, according you know, from where yeah. I sit, right? Um, because they got to write those huge, huge checks. You mentioned Ferentz; he's got a twenty-three million dollar buyout, and now Fran McCaffrey's got a ten million dollar buyout. I know college athletics are flush with cash. Yes, you know, the more that they make, the more that they spend. So at the end of the at the end of the year, when you see the bottom line, it's you know zero. That's that's the best case scenario. It's it's zero, right? We don't have we're not we're not rich by any means. Okay, but did you need this, this, and this? And if you wouldn't have built this, 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 and the other thing, wouldn't you have had a surplus of money? It's, um, look, there's no reason when you sign a coach to an extension to keep it a secret unless you think it's going to look bad. Unless there's something that you believe makes it uh, to your best interest to keep this hush-hush, then you do so. You want these things to be out there when you've got a popular coach. Now, I'm not sure on November 29th he he was. You mentioned we started. We still didn't think it was going to be quite this bad, but we started to ask ourselves, what did we miss here? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe everybody outside the Iowa border that predicts these things for a living, maybe they're right, we're wrong, as opposed to the narrative in October, November. What are these idiots looking at? Can they not see <laughs> what we see? Well, actually, we were wrong. They were right. It doesn't make any sense, Trent. Why, again, why not tell a soul unless you don't want, unless it's going to embarrass you? And this is even more embarrassing now, to come out in this fashion. The way that it did, being found out by a outstanding journalist and reporter in Scott Dockerman, who did a little legwork to find mm-hmm. this, uh, the particulars out. Good for Scott. Atlanta 10. If you haven't been there yet, this is this is what I mean. Look, Doc was at the. I don't know if Doc would have lost his job this week. The, right. the guy that took his job lost his job mm-hmm. this week. Uh, this is the way the the, uh, the media is going now. It's online, and you know, give Land a ten a click. I guess is where I'm getting to. Absolutely, deservedly so. They put out, it's not just this content. They're mm-hmm. they're four or five stories a day between him and Bobby. Lee yes, Jess. those guys they work. Mm-hmm. And you know, I told you a week or two ago. The thing I like is they'll take different angles. It's not game story one big talking right. point but but things that you know really do kind of jog your mind and, and make you think a little bit deeper they do a great job of that not just here's the recruit they signed and what they did in high school no, but bobby gets in his deeper. car and schleps across the country yes. to dig into this recruit where he grew up where he played mm-hmm. and learn a little something about it. he was all over the country last year doing those things you know his latest on spencer Petrus and mm-hmm. and then talking to coaches and that's where the LA comp came right. from but you know it's but things like that they go deeper landattend.com just uh click the little Iowa link and you'll find mm-hmm. all their stories they do a great job well they've got really all do. the power 5 conferences covered mm-hmm. i mean tim griffin who's on our show a lot he kind of is the 
point person for the Big 12. Right. I think they've hired three guys, three writers that they don't have, at least at this point, and maybe Oklahoma or Texas does, but they don't have a writer assigned to each school like Land of Ten is starting to do and has for the most part accomplished that, meaning Iowa State doesn't have their own guy yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, They kind of fall under the Big 12 umbrella, but the business is growing. It's a Cox Media endeavor, um, so they've got some deep pockets. It's good stuff. No, it is good stuff. Uh, So we'll leave that the rest of that for Scott Darkerman coming up in about 30 minutes from now. I look forward to that. You told me that, and I I didn't even want to believe you. You know I'm not a friend fire friend guy. No, I don't think anybody's in that. Well, I shouldn't say that. Not there anybody. Some, there right, are right, there, there are, are some right. people. But I don't think the pitchforks and torches are headed towards Iowa City in mass at this point. Right. This is concerning. This is mm-hmm. concerning for the future of the athletic department. You have an aging football coach that still has a ton of money owed. Last year was okay. But it still can go south. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a, court, a major court case, a national yes. court case. It got national pub go against you to the tune of nine million and six point five million dollars. And then you have now a basketball coach going through his worst season in his eight years. The first major disappointment in eight years. You got ten million dollars hanging over your head. You have a wrestling program that is not at the level it once was. Look around that athletic department. You, you look year after year. And, and where does the buck stop? The, the overall sports standing. They're every single year, either 13th or 14th in the all sports standing, when you encompass everything. So the football pays the bills and men's basketball to a lesser degree. Across that athletic department, not talking about a lot of a success. Mr. Barda. Mr. Barda. Yeah. I'd like to see Mrs. Barda's prenup because I'm guarantee that Gary got taken to the cleaners. <laughs> Is Neil Cornrich a uh, friend's uh, agent as well? Right. And, and Mrs. Barda's agent. Uh, <laughs> let, let's move on. Uh, Drake last night, it was 51 apiece. There were nine minutes left in the basketball game. Uh, look, I, I That's saw, when I got into the game. Did you? Yeah. When You got into it when it started to go downhill, <laughs> yeah. so it's yes. your fault. It might have been. It might have been. And then just, my good God, they had no answer for Loyola. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ramblers just did whatever. They they couldn't stop him, and at the same time, they couldn't make a shot. Clayton Custer. Remember that name? I do. Cyclone fans remember him. Absolutely. He, he was the future of the point guard position. Yeah, he was. He's got to be a senior now, right? That story seems a long time ago. He's got to be a senior. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, He's a he, junior. He, but no way. He's still got another year of eligibility left. Well, I uh-huh. guess we're not getting quite as old maybe as we not, thought. Maybe not. Maybe not. Only a junior. That Loyola team's good, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went down to Florida when Florida was playing well. You know, that was the other component there. It wasn't just beating Florida, but when they were playing some of right. their best basketball. Coming off a of PK-80 out in Portland when they were shooting lights out. Had Duke beat in that game before letting it slip away late. They went in there. They won that game. And uh, yeah, you saw that in the last 10 minutes. Boy, they, they are... When they're clicking, they I think they're the team of the NBC. Yeah, they are. I agree with you. After, after, they're alone in first place now, mm-hmm. but something weird's going on with Missouri State. Alizé Johnson continues he to struggle. struggle against Drake Trent. I he, mean, he was like, bad that's all there. I can add. He played 15 minutes in their game over the weekend, or on, you know, it was Monday night, I think it was. Uh, just something a little bit off, and that's another guy, uh, former Hawkeye, Paul Lusk, might be looking for work. Preseason mm-hmm. favorite and not going the way down there in Springfield, but Loyola... Boy, they're good. They're they're really good when they're clicking at that level. And maybe, just maybe, we can get back into the conversation. Two from the MVC. Loyola pretty much have to probably win out to the championship game. But they've got a good enough resume, resume to maybe 
do that. But it's going to take a lot to get there. No, I, I'm with you. Uh, I think I saw 3,500 as the attendance last night. Yeah. The NAFSA, and I was a little disappointed. In I that. wanted to see it over four. Yeah, I would have liked to. Um, it just goes to show you how tough it's going to be for uh, Drake mm-hmm. to, to get back over that hump and become Des Moines' team. I mean, a lot of excitement. They had a lot of publicity around this thing, uh, around this game last night. I know it's not a weekend. It's the middle of the week, but the clones were off. The Hawks were off. Um, it's not a high school basketball night. So I thought a thing had a lot of things in its favor, but uh, 3,500, again, it's it's going to be difficult. It is. It's it's a complete rebuild. Mm-hmm. You're, you're building something, I mean, almost from scratch. You know, there's history. That history is so long ago. In 2008, it was a blip over 40 years. They've had one really good team in 40 years of basketball. That's probably fair to say. 69. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going yeah, even further back to that, we're almost going back 50 years to get to that point. It's... Uh, <laughs> It is a complete rebuild. But if there's a guy to do it, I believe in Nico Medved. I do. To get a big senior group to buy in right mm-hmm. away, mm-hmm. do what they did early this season, get them under man. They got Oregonde at six foot three playing power forward at times. Right. But next year when he loses all those seniors, sure. then, then we'll see. It and might be a dip he, down and then year three, you're, you're looking And if it builds back up track. again, then well, you wonder where Nico Medved's going to be getting his mail in the years to come after that. And that wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, that's, no. that's not necessarily a bad thing. If he can get Drake to that level, yeah. you're happy with it. Absolutely. Um, although when Keno left, we saw what instantly happened again. As it, yeah. it took a complete nosedive. Real quick, Trent. Uh, Rob Doster coming up, NBC Sports, mm-hmm. uh, College Basketball Talk. We'll pick his brain. Uh, on College Hoops, um, high school football news from yesterday. I defer to you. Um, on the surface, from where I sit, I see a lot of frustration from some lower-level class coaches, perhaps, um, that they were asked to submit a proposal, and a lot of them did, and that proposal... I assume it was read. I'd like to think that at least it was talked about inside the meeting before they decided, you know what, to hell with you coaches, we're going to do it our way. Is basically <laughs> how they t- seem to take it. On the surface, is, is is there a concern that you have when you saw the playoff format that will now be locked in for the next two years? You know, the 32-team format, what we concentrate most here with what we do, Ken, it was too much for the 4A level. It was. Too many too many teams in too the Too many teams. We saw one in eight teams make it, we two did. in seven teams. It, it was too much. And my, 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 I guess, take on it always was, is, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah. You know, play Friday as, as it was. You'd come back on Wednesday. The kids get to play in the playoffs. It's five extra days you get to play football, knowing that 95% of those kids, when they peel the equipment off for the last time, they will never snap a chin strap again. Mm -hmm. So I was always, let them play five more. I I get that logistically it's difficult. The proposal was out there for 24 in the 4A, meaning there would be some buys, right? Yes, yes, which I liked. In fact, I like that across all classes. You win your district, you get a buy. I think that there has to be some kind of incentive for a district champion. I I like Mm -hmm. that. I like that idea. You get a buy, and then the other 16 teams, the eight that get the eight district champions get a buy, the 16 remaining play in the first round. All you'd have to do, everyone's concerned, well, if you move it back, it goes into Thanksgiving weekend, just start a week earlier. You know, we start in August well, already. School does, yeah. Yes, just move it up. Kids are practicing already. You'll be fine. And seven-on-seven has been going on in July, so it's yes. not like the weather that oh, we're concerned about the heat. Exactly. Move it up a week. Add that extra element. Give more incentive to win a district. Mm-hmm. You get the buy and go from there. Twenty-four you, is the perfect number to me. I, I'm with you. Are are you in the camp that it has to be over the week prior to Thanksgiving? I mean, there, I Minneapolis goes into December. They do. They do. I've seen. You know, Illinois. They play 
over that Thanksgiving holiday. I think Texas just before Christmas settled their champions. <laughs> right, right. Even the problem is because the enrollments are different and there's so many multi-sport athletes Mm -hmm. across all levels here in the state is you run into wrestling, you run into basketball, Mm -hmm. you're pushing into that. And and it just kind of, it hurts everything else. So I guess that's a concern. I like ending the week before Thanksgiving. I think it's perfect. I say just move it up a week in August. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. We'll take a time out. Rob Doster, NBC Sports. We'll talk uh, college basketball on a national scale, but uh, really emphasize the Big Ten and the Big 12. Scott Dockerman, who had that major Fran McCaffrey contract scoop. If you haven't, uh, if you're just joining the program a little bit late, I uh, highly recommend you uh, stop by landat10.com. It's right on the front page of the Iowa section. Um, regarding the contract extension that Fran McCaffrey was given that was uh, kept under wraps and had not been some for some good investigative reporting by Scott Dockerman. This may never seem the light of day, uh, as they certainly weren't making this public. Um, so we'll talk to Scott Dockerman at 1240. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2, as we are every Monday through Friday, noon to 2. Local sports with you, 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. I know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is now filling Des Moines area positions. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is hiring full-time merchandisers to provide high-quality merchandising support for Dr. Pepper Snapple Group brands to retail stores within an assigned territory. Apply online at dpsg.com careers. That's dpsg.com careers. Or click the link on their website. Join the Dr. Pepper team and receive a $500 sign-on bonus. Wouldn't you like to be a Pepper too? Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, an equal opportunity employer. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. 
Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards for brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. I know, I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag guy here. Nothing wrong with a flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Pulls and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2. Uh, still to come uh, this hour, Scott Dockerman, Land at 10. He had that uh, major scoopage on the Fran McCaffrey extension uh, that had it not been for a, a records request, that thing may never have seen the light of day. Good job out of Land to 10. They broke the story on the McCaffrey extension that was signed November the 29th that they thought so little of that they didn't announce it. Uh, let's get to Rob Doster, NBC Sports.com, college basketball talk. Rob joins us to talk college basketball. Rob, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller. How are you? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good, but I'm not as good as uh, Fran McCaffrey. He got a contract extension and an increase of $5.6 million on his buyout one day after losing to Virginia Tech by 24 points. That's living good, man. Like I got I need his agent or something. He, he, he's got this game figured out. Let me tell you. Yeah. The, we, we have a couple of contracts that are concerning over in Eastern Iowa with football and now with men's basketball with Freya McCaffrey. Well, it has been a disappointing year, obviously for the Hawkeyes. It's been a disappointing <laughs> year across the big 10 landscape. Minnesota's a dumpster fire. Northwestern has been a huge step back. We saw the Badgers the other night, just a bad basketball team. Rob, when you look at this Big Ten as a whole, could you envision it being quite as bad as it's turned out to be this season? You know, 
Yes and no. I thought that we were going to end up seeing four or five NCAA tournament teams from this group, and I think that's what we're probably going to end up seeing. Five might be a little bit lucky, mm-hmm. but I also don't think I thought Ohio State would be as good as they are, and I don't think that Purdue would be as good as they are. So if you look at the top of the conference, I think that there are legitimately three teams that you can say should feel pretty good about making it out of the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. I think that Ohio State has a shot to get to a Final Four, and I think that you can call Michigan State and Purdue both contenders to get to a Final Four, and I would not be shocked if either of those teams won a national title. So it depends on how you refer to strength. Yes, the middle and the bottom of the Big Ten is an absolute cluster, and it is uh, like Minnesota's just been a train wreck. And it's disappointing to see Indiana playing the way that they're playing. I thought that they might be a little bit better. Wisconsin playing the way that they're playing. I think that uh, Badger fans are kind of learning quickly just how good Bo Ryan was at his job. Yep. I think Iowa, man, I thought they were going to be much better than they are. I thought they had a chance to be a top four team in the conference, and that looks like a pretty dumb opinion that I had at the start of the year. <laughs> but if you look at it from the perspective of whether or not this is the chance for the Big Ten to end that drought they have, what is it, 18 years since they won a national title or something like that? Yeah, Am I making time. that up? If you're looking at it from the perspective of whether or not they can end that drought, I think that they actually have a good shot of doing that because Purdue and Michigan State are both good enough to win a national title. So, you know, if you're an Iowa fan, I get how you might think that this is a year that's down to the Big Ten. But if you look at the top and you look at it from a national perspective, there are two teams that are very, very, very relevant. If only we could get them to play more than once during the Big Ten regular season, you know, maybe it would be a little bit more enticing to watch Big Ten games, but it is what it is. Hmm. Where are you, Rob, on the, um, for instance, the Big 12 and the SEC have their, it's this weekend, it's the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Like, we're right in the middle of conference play. The Big 12 is so good this year. I guess, selfishly, I'd much rather see two Big 12 teams play this this weekend as opposed to, you know, putting conference play on the back burner and, and host or travel to an SEC school this week. Where are you in these tournaments taking place in the month of January in particular? Yeah, I mean, it is kind of silly, right, that just the way the timing's working out. But that said, I do think that we have some fun matchups and some matchups that can really get people talking. Like Trey Young against Colin Sexton is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we get Texas A&M at Kansas. I actually think Texas A&M is going to go in there and, and win that game. I just think they match up really, really well with Kansas. And, you know, if that happens and all of a sudden we're having more conversations about whether or not Kansas stinks, whether or not Texas A&M can actually get to the NCAA tournament. We have Kentucky going to West Virginia, where I think they're going to lose by like 25. Mm. And who doesn't love seeing Bobby Huggins right. whip up on John Calipari? So um, have there ever been two coaches that coach in the game that have more differing outfits than Bob Huggins and John Calipari. Like John Calipari is coming out here uh, looking like John Gotti with you know yeah. pinstripe mafia yep. suits, and Bob Huggins has his Pullover. windbreaker pullovers on. So um, I forgot what I was talking about. But oh yeah, you know what? I think 12. you sold me honestly, Rob. I, that that was the, the West Virginia Kentucky game. I think I might have changed my opinion just after that answer. Well, I mean, here's the thing about it: what they're trying to do is get people talking about college basketball at a point where we don't have any football going on for the weekend. And if it was just conference games, then, you know, it'd be whatever, it'd be a normal weekend. But now, you know, it's that one weekend in between the end of the, the, the NFL conference playoffs 
in before the Super Bowl where there is literally no football going on. This is the first time since what? Labor Day. The, the, since, since Labor Day? Yeah. Since before that, since college football? Like, you had preseason football all August. It's the first time since July that football has not been a thing. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it's a bad thing to create something, even if it's manufactured, even if it's dumb in the middle of league play, even if it's all these reasons that, that it just doesn't make sense. I don't think it's a bad thing for the sport to, you know, try to generate something that might create a little bit more interest than a typical league weekend game. So I don't mind it at all, man. I, I just, I love random matchups. I love games that get played like this. I, I'm going to love watching Trey Young against Colin Sexton. I'm going to love watching Texas A&M try to get a win in Allen Fieldhouse. And I'm going to love watching those Kentucky guards try to figure out what in the world to do against Virginia's press. So I'm for it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in on this. Well, we obviously talk a lot of Big Ten, Big 12 around here, Rob. I see the SEC, the uh, the brackets that are out right now, as many as nine teams making it in. We, we know there's been big improvement out of the SEC, the way they've invested not just in, in facilities but also in their coaches in that league. How good is the SEC? Is it more a case of you just got a bunch of you know above-average teams kind of beating each other up, or is this a top-flight conference in your estimation this year? <laughs> it's the opposite of the Big Ten. I don't think there's a single team in that league that I would look at and say, okay, I am guaranteeing that they get out of the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. Not Florida, not Kentucky, not Auburn, not Tennessee, not Texas A&M, not anybody in that league. But, look, I'm doing these bubble banter things every day now. I I look at these bubble teams every single day. And there are probably 11 teams in the SEC right now that have a very legitimate case to be considered an at-large team if the bracket were to be released today. And you might end up with eight of them being somewhere between like an eight seed and the playing game, but they can very realistically get 11 teams into the NCAA tournament. And it's just, it's, it's none of them are really all that good. And honestly, I don't think that it's a sign of the SEC being good or being that much improved over what they've been in the past as it is, a sign of what is going on in the middle and the bottom of the Big Ten, what is going on in the middle and the bottom of the Pac-12, and what is going on in the American outside of Cincinnati and Wichita, what's going on in the Mountain West outside of Nevada, what's going on in the WCC outside of St. Mary's and Gonzaga, what's going on in the Atlantic 10 outside of Rhode Island. The reason that we could end up seeing 11 teams from the SEC get into the NCAA tournament or at least be on the bubble for the Mm -hmm. rest of the regular season is because there is no one else that's any good in some of these other leagues that normally churn out two, three, four, five, six, seven bids. So, you know, you got to give out 68 bids to the NCAA tournament. Someone's got to take them. And if, you know, no one in the Big Ten wants it, then I think the SEC is going to step right in and say thank you very much. That's an excellent point, Rob. So let me ask you, I mean, what do you, where do you think Kentucky slots at this point as far as seeding-wise? Because, you know, I was – I was playing around with this, I think, this past weekend, and, and I guess I never took it as far as you do, but you, but you're right. They're going to be scrambling to find some teams, it looks like, at some point. I mean, I, I could have seen Kentucky as a seed that they re- very rarely have. Where do you think that they would be at this point? Still a month to play, but um, I'm, I'm anxious to hear your answer. Probably in that seven to eight seed range right now. I think that's probably where they're going to end up being uh, when it's all said and done. I mean, there's plenty of good wings left in the SEC. Like, that's the other thing about it is that, like, let's take Nebraska, for example, right, in the Big Ten. They don't play another team that's ranked in the top 50 of the RPI the rest of the season. They don't play 
They play three games against teams that are ranked in the top 100 of the RPI. And two of those, I believe it's Minnesota and Indiana, are, are like bouncing between being top 100 and not being top 100. I think Minnesota's 98th and Indiana's like 91st right now. So that changes on a daily basis. The point being, Nebraska cannot do anything to improve their profile at this point. If they, they basically have to win out and then go into the Big Ten tournament and hope that they end up getting Ohio State or Purdue or Michigan State and beating them in the Big Ten tournament so they can prove, they're like, hey, look, we have some good wins on our resume too. Uh-huh. Kentucky doesn't have to worry about that. I don't think Kentucky plays another team ranked outside of the top 100 in the RPI. And that right there is why I do think that the SEC has a chance to get uh, so many teams in just because they are going to be able to build on the resume that they have. Nebraska kind of has to rest on their laurels at this point and hope that you know maybe Maryland makes Maryland, one right. or Minnesota figures these things out or Indiana ends up you know being the Indiana of, of old and not the Indiana of uh, of the last couple of seasons. So that's where the big trouble gets in, and that's why I think that you could see so many SEC teams getting in. And to go back to your point and your question about Kentucky, that's why I think that it's kind of hard to judge where the Wildcats are going to end up being seated because if they get hot at the right time, they can string together, you know, five, six, seven more quadrant one wins. And here's the other part about it. The way that the, the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee is evaluating profiles this year is different than what it's been in the past. There's no more, like, top 50 win. There's no more top 100 win. It's called a quadrant one win, and that ends up being a win against the top 30 team at home, a top 50 team on a neutral, and the top 75 team on the road. And it kind of moves down like that. you got quadrant one, quadrant two, quadrant three, and quadrant four, as opposed to top 50, top 100, top 150, et cetera. So uh, that's another another component that's going to play into this. Uh, going to make it easy for us. Uh, speaking of easy, free throws for a guy that went to Vassar playing hoops. We know it was easy, Rob, but uh, not so much for Azabuki of Kansas. Wasn't that something? And uh, and some goober comes to his dorm to try to help him out. What what would have happened, Rob Doster? And he's going to accept the help. Did you see that? <laughs> if, if some guy would have came to help you out with your form back in the day. Well, look, all I got to say is that maybe Yudoka Azabuki should listen. You know? yeah. What if that was Rick Barry coming over to, to sure. teach him how to make underhand free throws? What if it was you know Dave Hopla, who's one of the shooting gurus out there? Azabuki shooting 37% from three, right? He missed six in a row at the end of the game that cost them a win at Oklahoma. Yep. That, that cost them a chance to kind of put even more distance between themselves and the rest of the Big 12 in those standings. He, in theory, if things go completely off the rails, that loss could have just cost Kansas their Big 12 tournament or the Big 12 title streak, a Big 12 regular season title, a one-season tournament. Maybe they end up getting a team in the second round that they lose to. So... Long story short, he might have just cost him the national title. Hmm. So, if you're a Doka Azabuki, you got to listen, man. Even if it's just some random guy coming up and giving you advice, I don't think when you shoot 37% from the free throw line, you should be allowed to turn down advice from anybody. Hakabuke is what they were calling. It was good stuff. Thank is you. Is that what it is? Hakabuke? Hakabuke is heard, what I saw. I've heard Hakabuke. I've heard uh, Hakudoka. I've heard Pokadoke. Okie is the one I like. Oh, that's not bad. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. Uh, Rob, we love hearing from you. Thank you. We look forward to doing it again. Appreciate it, Rob. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Rob Doster. NBC Sports, collegebasketballtalk.com, part of the Mike Florio empire, mm-hmm. profootballtalk.com. Good stuff. Yeah, did you watch that the other night, Kansas? We never talked Kansas-Oklahoma we very didn't. much yesterday. We didn't have, uh, didn't have time. It seems like we never have time. Yeah, I watched a lot, and he's right. I mean, they just kept putting him mm-hmm. on. They brought a kid off the bench to get five fouls. He did within a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. Put him on the line every time he could. 
he spins it. I've never throwing seen something like he's throwing. No, he's like he's throwing a screwball because uh, he's a right-hander. Yeah, yeah the, it's the like back across. Yeah, it's yes. just really weird. And I mean, they weren't even close, Trent. Um, Scott Dockerman coming up. Major scoopage from Doc on Fran McCaffrey's contract. We will get into that with him when we continue on the Ken Miller Show. Land at 10, Scott Dockerman coming up next. Trent Connor, myself here until 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. As a poop emoji, I see a lot of crap out on the road. But if you get in a car and don't wear a seatbelt, you're being a real head. Buckle up and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Family reunions, sports leagues, corporate events, even that annual get-together with your old friends. Great times come and go, but you can keep the memories with you. 905 Inc. Custom Screen Printing Shop can make custom-designed, screen-printed T-shirts, hoodies, and more. They bring people together and keep the memories alive for years to come. For great service, affordable prices, custom design, and quick turnaround, look to 905 Inc. Custom Screen Printing. 515-432-3480 or visit 905inc.com. That's 905inc.com. Dutch Boy's new Platinum Plus paint with Stain Shield technology has the performance you expect from a luxury paint at a price you didn't. Platinum Plus is up to 50% more washable and stain resistant than a leading premium paint in satin sheen. Superiority ranges from 24 to 50% depending on sheen selected. Platinum Plus keeps your walls looking new longer. Menards and Dutch Boy paint have you covered. Go ahead, live your life. Right now at Menards, get an 11% rebate on everything, including Dutch Boy paint. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-463-5391. That's 800-463-5391. 800-463-5391. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at slugquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. 
It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals, and we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. Animals should not be left in cars and should only be outside long enough to relieve themselves. If you witness a situation where an animal is in danger due to weather conditions, call your local law enforcement or animal control. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Final segment of the one o'clock, the uh, first hour of the program, the noon hour. At one o'clock, Andy Garman will be here. Eric Heft on the Cyclones, and Stephen M. Sippel will uh, preview Nebraska and Iowa. So I watched a lot of that Nebraska Rutgers game last night. Rutgers is tough at home. Yeah, they are. Uh, Rob Dostridge made great point on Nebraska's schedule. They have nobody left with a pulse. We we brought that up during drive time. Yesterday. Did you? It is. Awful. Oh, my God. Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Rutgers, Maryland. Now, Maryland's tough. Decent. Illinois, Decent. Better better put, decent. Maryland, Illinois, Indiana. Okay. And, and Penn State. Uh, let's get Scott Darkman. He had a major scoop at Landed10.com regarding the contract extension that was kept under wraps. They thought they saw, thought so much of it, they wanted to keep it to themselves. Uh, Landed10 filed an open records uh, request. Uh, therefore, Scott was able to get that information. Doc, great scoop on uh, Landed10 and on your behalf. If you don't mind, and, and we're not asking you to, you know, to um, if you don't want to, but I kind of want to peek behind the curtain. What made you file the request? Had you heard that there was an extension signed, and you wanted, uh, um, I guess, validation or verification that indeed that was signed and, and not released? Well, I was intrigued because there have been so many questions regarding Fran McCaffrey's status and speculation whether we're talking like we we do once a week, or in this case, twice a week, mm-hmm. or other outlets or whatever, or my own speculation. So, um, you know, the last one I'd seen was in 2016, and you, and you want to make sure that there aren't any, you know, secretive or, you know, just an, a, just an annual rollover, you know, like you see with so many contracts. I mean, Iowa State did it with Steve Prome, and then there have been the public ones. Iowa's done with uh, Kirk Ferentz, and Iowa State just recently did with, with Matt Campbell. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, okay, do I, if I write about whether or not he's, how much he owes the university, blah, 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 that I have the numbers right. So I, I inquired this week, got the contract, looked at it, and uh, just like about half the people who probably read the piece 
uh, about spit out whatever I was drinking and went, wow. You know, and it's not about the salary. The salary right. is, is perfectly within the, the bounds of what you'd expect at a, at a major program. The buyout was what was so shocking. I mean, it was what four point six million mm-hmm. um, when you look at it. What the original, you know, the contract that was signed in two thousand sixteen, and then to go up to ten point two million um, is just, uh, you know, that's hard for me to get my mind around that it's that high. And then even if it was after next year, it's nine million. I mean, that is. I mean, we're, we're, we're a couple of years ago. We we're talking about that being too high for to fire Ferrant. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about a men's basketball coach, and that's uh, that's hard to really get your mind around. I know it probably doesn't, in all likelihood, uh, provide any clarity in the open records request that you filed. But but who approached who, Doc? Do you think it was McCaffrey's representation going to Barta, or do you think it was Barta that knocked on McCaffrey's door? Who? What was behind this? Do you think? Um, I think it was. Probably a combination of both. I think in many cases in this situation, I would go with more Fran McCaffrey because in his contract uh, there, uh, you know, the original one, well, I guess the, the 2016 version, you know, he had to approach the uh, athletics director if he was going to take any other jobs. I'd heard that, that he was interested or, or that other people had sought him out after last year, but nothing really happened, so you just don't really – um, you know, either reported or, hey, you know, everybody's got a conversation or two once in a while. Uh, but in this case, you kind of wonder, hey, I was approached by X or I was, I thought about Y, something like that. And so they decided, hey, let's lock you up for the long term and let's just end this. And, and so that's why it's pushed out through 2012. Uh, but, you know, this is only, you know, this is less than, you know, a year and a half after it was renegotiated the last time. And this is after an NIT season, and and so I don't know why the the you know it was completely redone this way. I think it was it just seems really strange to me. Strange is a a good word for it. Another strange component. No announcement. Mm-hmm. It signed right after uh, Vatek throttled there. Disappointing Cayman Islands. Only to start in the Big Ten. There never really was a great time to do it, but but to last this long, how strange is that uh, to add to it? It is strange in the simple fact that most of the time when, when a coach gets an extension of some sort, you know, there is some sort of prep, uh, you know, press release to stipulate it. And, and I don't know if at this point they just decided, you know what, if anybody wants it, they'll, they'll file a, a records request like I did. Um, we're just not going to announce it. It was also around the same time as, uh, you know, like the pinstripe bowl announcement, which didn't fire up a lot of fans either right. <laughs> for the, in Iowa country. So, um, you know, I, I think they probably just, eh, whatever, you know, we're just going to let it go. And, and of course, you know, when the team loses the way it has, it's, you know, two and seven now in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, there's extra scrutiny, as you guys have heard and we've all discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, you know, this is the, the, the time when you wanted to make sure that, hey, you know, if, if, if anything, if it's feasible, let's make sure that it is. And, and ten point two million is not feasible for this, this department. It's just not going to happen, you know, and for, this year, I can't imagine. And the other weird thing was Fran McCaffrey's personal buyout. If he did take another job, jumped up from one million to two million. So if he wanted to pay, uh, if he wanted to go somewhere else, he'd have to pay quite a bit as well. And uh, that 
So that may deter him from even looking for another job himself. Yeah, do you think they were waiting, Doc, maybe for a you know bit of a winning streak here? Had they started 2018 with a win over Michigan, Ohio State, or you know Maryland, and then beat Illinois, go on a three- or four-game winning streak, and then go public with it? Were they looking for the right time maybe to announce this? Or had you not looked, had, they may, we may have never known. I don't know that we would have known. I, I really don't. I mean, a lot of times you capitalize on that when there's something that right. makes it worthwhile, you know, which is why we saw, you know, I mean, it made perfect sense, 100% worth of sense for Iowa State to announce Matt Campbell uh, right after that season. Same thing with here with Iowa, um, you know, with Kirk Ferentz, who was coming off a 12-win season, so you announced that. So um, in this case, it's just like, hey, you know, go ahead and let's get this done. Nah, we won't worry about it. You know, I, you could just see the – Almost the discussion of that. Let's just not worry about it. You know, let's just move forward. And you know, and if anybody asks, we'll tell them. But you know, I, I don't. I just don't think that there was really a thought to making this a big public spectacle. Admittedly, Doc, I don't know a whole lot about contract negotiations, but uh, boy, from the outside looking in, it feels like Gary Barta's terrible at these. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I understand your <laughs> your opinion on it. I gotta me watch myself because I do talk to Gary on a frequent basis, but you know the buyouts are something that I think you know that add an extra layer of scrutiny. It's not about the salary. I mean, you know, people may complain about Kirk Ferentz making five million dollars a year, but you know we can go around and around whether that's right or not. You know, same thing with Fran McCaffrey making two point four, two point five, whatever it's going to be. Um, you know, that's right in the ballpark of what you would expect at a program like this. But the buyout part of it. You just wonder. You're like, wow. That's just that gives the department, you know, a public institution, really not, not a lot of wiggle room uh, in case something happened. That you're, you know, you, you look at what happened with the, the the field hockey coach and the scrutiny attached to that, and rightly so. Um, you know, if, if Fran does something that's kind of ambiguous, that you really couldn't fire him for cause, um, you are in real trouble. That maybe you know, maybe you sink your program. Um, you know, and I, and I, I'm not suggesting that's going to happen. That's maybe I'm going out too far on a limb, but, but really, if, if, if you feel like that this program, there's something there that's just not connecting, you're, you really put yourself in a tough bind the next few years, uh, cause, you know, financially they're depleted. You know, they, mm-hmm. they spent $6.5 million to Jane Meyer and Tracy Greasebaum. So, uh, you know, I, I think that. <laughs> They're going to be riding with Fran McCaffrey for a while. Hmm. Uh, what do you expect Saturday night? Is the uh, coming off a nice win over Wisconsin? Seemed like the the team was having floor, uh, fun on the floor, having fun playing with each other. Are you going over there? And uh, what do you expect uh, uh, in Lincoln on Saturday night, seven o'clock tip? Not going to Lincoln, but I don't know what to expect, and that's the hardest thing to predict about this team. Is you know you saw the way that they played in the second half against Illinois, and you thought you know what, they're not that bad of a team. They've got a chance, you know, if they can do some things here and there. And then, of course, the way they played against Rutgers, you're thinking, I don't know if this team's ever going to win another basketball game. Same thing with the Purdue. So I, I think you look at this uh, this game against Nebraska, and it's like, you know, if Iowa could play defense and stop the ball and dribble, drive penetration, then I think you're looking at a, at a chance for this team to kind of, um, you know, be competitive in a game. And the road environment really doesn't matter. But if they can't stop the ball, I, I struggle to think that they're going to be able to to win because Nebraska is one of the most improved teams in the Big Ten. I thought, you know, to be honest with you, I thought if, at this point in the year, I thought they'd be trading spaces. 
I thought Nebraska might be a two and seven team, and Iowa would be a mid pack team. So I think if Iowa can stop the ball and, and, and make some shots, it, it can be competitive. But it's hard for me to predict any kind of victory on the road right now against a, a, even a, a mid level team in the Big Ten. Major scoopage at Land of Ten. Great work, Scott Dockerman. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for giving us a little bonus here uh, today. Thank you, Scott Dockerman. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate good, the time. Yeah, yep. Good scoop. Scott Dockerman, landat10.com. If you want to read the piece on the uh, the information that Scott discovered. Uh, and good for him. for for He was going to write the story, right? Because that's mm-hmm. a talker at this point. Is McCaffrey's seat hot? And what's it going to cost if indeed he was B2, would be uh, replaced after this year? Well, he was going to write 4.6. You know what? Let me dig it a little bit deeper before I press send files the request gets the request back it's 10.2 million dollars wow wow is right wow that's a good way to put it it's uh i i don't know i mean gary barda it just it's head scratching to me how these kind of contracts with these buyouts are given out contract extension fine i mean it, it, you give those out yeah it's been a down year and, mm-hmm. and i can understand keeping it quiet because it has been a disappointing year but the buyout language, that that's the biggest thing. Kevin Sumlin gets $10 million today, not yeah. to coach Texas A&M. The buyout that uh, Jim, $10 million. Jimbo Fisher at A&M, he gets 70 guaranteed. Is that what it is? 10 it's, years, it's 70? It's 10 like years, I think, 70. And it's all guaranteed. Yeah. Sounds like a party going outside. Yeah, the door trend. Really? I, I kind of want to go to break a few seconds yes, early so we do can it. join in. Let's see what's going on out there. Uh, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, Andy Garman will be here, KCCI. We'll talk Drake with him. He was on scene last night. We'll do some uh, more on the uh, high school football playoffs and uh, get his take on the uh, Fran McCaffrey uh, contract that was kept quiet. Uh, and then Eric Heft will be here. We'll go inside the Big 12, particular Iowa State. Iowa State in the SEC Challenge this week. They will host Tennessee and then Stephen M. Sippel. Nebraska, nice win last night at Rutgers. Uh, we will preview Nebraska and Iowa. 7 o'clock tip. Big Ten Network on Saturday night. The 1 o'clock hour is next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net We're a roofing machine. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Thanks to you, Ace was awarded its 11th straight J.D. Power Award for customer satisfaction with home improvement retail stores. To say thanks, we're giving you 20% off throughout the store. And as always, the help is free. So hurry into your local Ace and save 20% on select items this Friday through Sunday only. Offer valid for Ace Rewards members only at participating stores. Additional conditions and exclusions apply. See store for details. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. You can see all 55 on texassuperfood.com. All of the nutrients that we need on a daily basis, I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. I'm Dennis Black. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. 877-55-TEXAS. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Right. 